Hello everybody, this is Viva Love's Visionaries. We are here to talk about the struggles that female minorities must overcome to become leaders. I'm Luisa. I'm Suki. And I'm Ari. So first, a little background on who we are. We are all immigrants who had to learn how to speak English and that came with a lot of struggles. Because I personally did not speak English and was not familiar with American culture, going through the education system was and is hard. I was lucky to have multiple mentors that guided me, but many immigrants do not have that privilege. That is why programs like the New Leadership of Nevada are so important and can impact the lives of many. It is imperative that immigrants have the opportunity to succeed in this country, regardless of their backgrounds. Because we look and are so different, immigrants are often ostracized from the community. That results in many immigrants having to navigate this country alone. This can be discouraging and lead many to feel powerless and inferior. Because of that, having and creating spaces where minorities can converge and lead is critical. Despite being so far away from our country of origin, being part of a community or seeing someone that looks and talks like you in a leadership position can be extremely valuable. Without these spaces, many immigrants lack the resources to succeed, specifically in college, a topic which Louisa will talk about soon. Yeah, Ari, I completely agree with you. Uh, I think it's definitely important that um, the struggle that immigrants face um, once they come to this country. Um, and I think mentors are so important in helping shape a woman leader, especially since we are figuring out the American culture and the education system. I know that my mentors guided me to leadership positions and advocated for me to go and like, hey, you can do this, you can go get this position. So I don't think I would be where I am right now without them. And I 100 also percent agree. Um, seeing someone that not only uh, looks like me, but is of the same cultural background has inspired me, you know, to do bigger, better things. Uh, for example, the mayor of my hometown, Mexicali, um, they just elected their first female um, mayor. Her name is Mariana del Pilar Aviala Olmeda. And although she's not in the same country as I am right now, it's still so amazing to see a woman in a leadership position because one day, who knows, maybe I will be mayor. Thank you for that little introduction, Ari. Um, I want to talk about something that um, it's not generally talk about, but I want to talk about the, the struggles that first-generation students go through. Being a first-generation student is a struggle, and I mean that in, in like the nicest way possible. Yes, we struggle, but at the end of the path, it feels so good to be able to make our families proud. Posting all the nice thank yous and dedicating our caps and gowns to our parents as we cross street, the stage, sorry, feels so good. But what about the process? The days that we are filling out our FAFSA and grad school applications without any help, it can be quite draining. Speaking from an experience, at the moment I am getting ready to graduate college and apply to law school. My mom understands that I have to take this big test, but she can't really help since she didn't study law. My cousins can't help either 
one, they don't live here, and then the ones that do live here don't have any knowledge of being of studying for law. Being a first generation college student is amazing. You really do make your parents proud, but not many talk about what how the how the struggles affect you. Um, having to do a lot of things on your own is draining, and it can affect your motivation. As a first generation student, I have had the privilege. Yes, I said the P word, privilege to have, have had a very invested mother who tries to understand the steps I need to create to, for my future. I also have had the, the privilege of having opportunities such as new leadership to help me become the leader and create an even bigger and better path towards my future. This does sound like I'm complaining a little bit, but I think it start, it's time to start bringing awareness of what the first generation students go through in order to get to where they are. It is okay to talk about struggle because at the end of the day, it only makes us bigger, better, and stronger. Yeah, um, Louisa, I completely agree with you. The first generation college student struggle is real, trying to figure out everything, and it's so hard. And um, I also think that it's like especially in male-dominated fields, you can also experience imposter syndrome, which makes um, go, going to college even harder. Definitely. But hey, Suki, you mentioned the word imposter syndrome. Can you please explain what that is? Uh, yeah. So imposter syndrome is basically when you feel like you don't belong in a certain field or a position or anything because people don't generally look like you, they don't speak like you, or they're, if it's mostly male and you're the only female, you definitely feel like you don't belong there and it makes things a lot harder to stay like it makes it way harder to be motivated to continue on yes and since you are an immigrant or as an immigrant it can be crucially just very hard because we do not have a support system that is aware with how this uh, of how the system works so it can be uh, harder for us to understand how to move up through higher education because we do not have a lot of people that look and talk like us in leadership in the leadership positions. Yeah, definitely. And this kind of ties in with the next field, the uh, next topic that I will be talking about. Um, I'm going to be talking about the cultural struggle of being a woman leader. Um, so for me, the family, I believe the family you grow up into makes a difference. My parents brought their beliefs from Punjab into America and, and, and intentionally or unintentionally brought me up with those beliefs. I believe many other women of color can agree to this statement. I know that Punjabi culture does not advocate for women leaders. There is no push to try to get women into leadership positions. Women back home are expected to have their primary concern be caregiving, and they are seen as too much if they want to become leaders. Um, it takes a lot of intrinsic motivation to want more and work for more leadership positions because that motivation to become a woman leader may not necessarily come from home. It definitely helps to have mentors who help, who help you and push you to do more and guide you into leadership uh, like new. 
there will be times when you do not think you're good enough and you have imposter syndrome. Maybe no one else who is leading may look like you. The struggle is harder when you face colorism and having fairer skin is considered better in our cultures and there is a significant amount of discrimination for people with dark skin. Trying to become a woman leader when you have darker skin or, or coming from a lower SES background makes it even harder or if you're an immigrant. Conversations about this topic are now growing and more people are becoming educated on it. Programs like NEW are across the country and helping young women become leaders. Yes, so I agree with Suki when she says that your culture, whether consciously or subconsciously, can impact the way you think about women in leadership roles. In my country, personally, not many women are in leadership roles, and it can be quite discouraging. I also want to point out from the lower SES um, background, it can definitely make a difference on how people view you with being lower SES and being a person of color. Um, sometimes people take advantage of that. I have had an experience where someone not only judged me for, for my social economic class, but also from my background, and they were a person a little bit higher up than me. So it definitely was a little bit discouraging um, and changed the way I saw that person. Um, so it, it is pretty impactful. All right. I have a strong belief that this is the generation that will change the world. We are constantly building and nurturing new leaders. Pun very intended. As we grow and as we grow and these young women grow, the world will change. We are making the change right now. We're creating and attending programs that nurture our leadership skills. And despite having so many obstacles, we are seeing more women of color becoming leaders. And although it is not enough, we are slowly seeing more, and that is a good sign for the future. It definitely is, Ari. Thank you to Viva Lizitionaries for allowing us to be part of your podcast. Thank you to New Leadership, and thank you to those who hopped on and listened to us. And remember that behind every successful woman, there is a group of successful women who have her back. Have a great day.